the vestibular bulbs, a.k.a. the clitoral bulbs. The vestibular bulbs are two long masses of erectile tissue located on each side of the vagina's entrance between the inner lips of the vagina, a.k.a. labia minora. They're connected at the entrance of the vagina. The vestibular bulbs do not include the urethral sponge, and thus the U-spot. The vestibular bulbs are indirectly connected to the clitoris. They're found throughout the vestibule, the space between the two inner lips, as well as next to the clitoris, urethra, urethral sponge, and vagina. During sexual arousal, the vestibular bulbs, because they are erectile tissue, fill up with blood, causing them to become firmer. As the vestibular bulbs fill up with blood, they tighten around the vagina's entrance. This can help make the penis ejaculate sooner and send its load of semen further up into the female body. The engorged vestibular bulb also can put pressure on parts of the clitoris. After sexual arousal subsides, the blood inside the vestibular bulb's erectile tissue is released to the circulatory system by the contractions of the orgasm. If orgasm fails to materialize, the blood usually leaves the bulbs in the ensuing hours. Like the vestibular bulbs, aka the clitoral bulbs, a woman's urethral sponge is inflatable spongy tissues located in the pubic area. One side of the urethral sponge rests against the pubic bone, and the other side lies against the vaginal wall. The urethral sponge surrounds the urethra. The urethral sponge is metaphorically like a roll of soft toilet paper that surrounds its thin inner brown cardboard tube, the urethra. The urethral sponge is located above the roof of the vagina. If the woman is lying on her back and you're looking down at her, the roof of her vagina is the part closest to you. Like the vestibular bulbs, the urethral sponge is composed of erectile tissue. As part of sexual arousal, it becomes swollen with blood, thus compressing the urethra. This helps prevent urination during sexual activity, along with the help of pubococcygeus muscle. Inside the urethral sponge are the skein's glands, aka paraurethral glands. Here is the source of female ejaculate. The skein's glands surround the female urethral tube as the male's prostate surrounds the male's urethra tube. The skein's glands empty into the urethra, and the urethra is where the female ejaculate exits the body. The ejaculate might also back up into her bladder. The skein's glands have been called the equivalent of the male prostate. Vaginal lubrication comes from the inner walls of the vagina. It's slick and slippery. Ejaculate, on the other hand, originates in the skein's glands, paraurethral glands, emerges from the urethral opening, and is watery. It may be interesting to note that ejaculate consists of 
prostatic acid, phosphatase, and prostate-specific antigen, as does male prostate fluid. Even though female ejaculate comes out via the urethra, it isn't urine, it isn't yellow, it does not smell like urine, and doesn't have the same chemical composition as urine. The vagina doesn't need female ejaculation for lubrication. The vagina mainly lubricates itself via the walls of the vagina. As female ejaculation typically occurs well after sex has begun, how important to the sex act it is remains in question. The base fluid used in the ejaculate is pulled from the circulatory system, blood. Thus, there is a very large source of liquid for women's bodies to make ejaculate from. Women may squirt sometimes, or quite a bit more often. A certain number of women can be trained to ejaculate. In traditional Chinese medicine, female ejaculate is called white moon flower. In ancient India, it can be known as the nectar of life, or sacred Amrita.